to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brain up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Dietitian Values. Today, let's talk values, values basics, why they're important, what they mean, and where we can find them. So, what are your values? Values are, at their most basic, the things that are important to us, our priorities in life, or what we prioritise. They're the principles that we live by. Why is knowing your values important? There's a lot of reasons that knowing your values are important but as a minimum or perhaps even as an overarching kind of thing values act as a compass they act as a guide they're a way a tool that we can use to help with our decision making um, to help with our planning they're a tool that can tell us if we are on the right track for us or you as the case may be without our values we can have a lot of uncertainty we, it's hard to make decisions when they're not coming from a place of importance for you. We can end up making decisions that are important to other people or important for all different kinds of reasons. So without our values, it's hard to make a decision that is grounded in what we find important. Without our values, it's hard to maintain boundaries. And if you've been working on any kind of self-development or any kind of self-care, you know that boundaries are so important. Without our values, it's really easy, well, without using our values as that kind of guide around our decisions and the choices we make, it's easy to break our own boundaries or to allow other people to break them. Without our values, we can feel really rudderless, like we don't know what course we're kind of charting and apologies for all of the kind of sailing slash traveling slash um, navigating um, analogies. But for some reason, values really lend themselves to navigational um, analogies. I don't know why that is. So we can end up being a little bit rudderless, like when you're trying to set goals, when you're trying to set an um, agenda, when you're trying to make a plan or kind of, you know, forge a path, there's another one, <laughs> it's easy to kind of feel like you don't really know which direction you're going in um, without without values um, or on the contrast, when you do have values, that can feel a lot clearer. Without values or when we act from a place that isn't grounded in our values, we can experience burnout. And I must say in my experience working with dietitians, um, informally and formally, that one of the biggest reasons dietitians burn out from jobs and workplaces and from the career of being a dietitian, the work of being a dietitian, is a values disconnect or a values misalignment. When we are working in a space or a system that is not in support of what we prioritise about what is important to us, about how we want to show up in the world and about the kind of work we want to do, 
then it's easy to eventually feel burnt out because the stress of living in a system or working and operating in a system that is not in alignment with your values will cause constant stress, will cause your body to be constantly in that kind of threat response. So knowing your values are important and without them, um, yeah, there's some pretty ordinary bloody consequences. So how do we find our values? Because when we find our values, we can create this guide, we can create this kind of map for planning out. There's lots of different ways that you can find values and you can do a quick Google search on, um, you know, values exercises. One thing I will, or one bone I would like to pick with a lot of exercises online around values is that they often state values as nouns, as things. I really think, and in my experience with working um, with my own values and working with other people around their values, is that values are often both nouns, not nouns, sorry, both verbs and adjectives. They're something that we move towards. They're something that we act on. They're not a static kind of thing. So like family would not necessarily be a value. Your value is how you want to show up in your family, how you want to show up for your family. That is what your value would be. So your family is kind of like a priority area or or a significant area in your life. The value that you want to bring to all of those priority areas is sits behind that. So that's something to keep in mind because sometimes with values exercises or kind of, you know, find your core values, they're often these kind of static nouns or they kind of confuse values with priority um, areas of our life. So things like family, work, etc. Our values are how we show up in those spaces or how we want to show up in those spaces. They're not those actual spaces and areas of our life. So you can find things like, you know, big lists of words which you can use to narrow down to your values. You can find quizzes, and if you love a good quiz, uh, hands up, there, mine's waving over here because I like a good quiz. You can find those as well. Um, One of the easiest ways to kind of start getting an idea of what your values are is to by start observing what you do, how you act, and the things that you prioritise. Because sometimes we'll say things are important to us or we'll say a way of being is important to us and yet we don't act in that way or we don't prioritise that way of being. And now sometimes that can be um, a bit of a values, uh, a bit of a bit of a sign that where our values are lying or not lying. So sometimes we can be looking for our values within those, uh, you know, the things that we prioritise. So if you prioritise, you know, maybe let's give it a good example. Should have thought of an example before I press record, hey? So if you think about things that you prioritise, so perhaps one of your priorities is, um, in relationship with other people, is to act in integrity. Um, versus, or maybe one of your priorities is to um, to help and support people or how you show up. So thinking about how you act and how you show up in spaces and thinking about what kind of values those point towards. And you can use those core areas like family, workplace, and kind of look at what you're up to. Now, when you're acting in certain ways, if that feels like it's in values alignment, it will normally feel like there's some ease around it. It's not always easy to act within our values, but there is ease as far as like it feels like the the kind of 
the obvious or the choice that you must like you know there's that feeling that this is the choice or the way that you must act or the choice that you must make um, versus the choice that you think you should or the way that you think you should act when you hear should it's often a little red flag that you could be using somebody else's values and we'll talk about that on another um, another episode but one thing to look out for when you are looking at your actions as a place of values is look for where there's ease if there is that kind of um, a values disconnect sometimes things like should will pop up or it will feel uncomfortable in your body when you're kind of almost like in that threat response um, so you know when you're maybe in a workplace and you have to act in a way that's out of alignment with your values and I'm sure we've all been there it does not feel good in your body it feels like that you know pit in the stomach or the tightness in the chest or perhaps another way that the threat response shows up in your body so be on the lookout for that when we are acting from our values it doesn't feel like that we're not activating our stress response yes it might feel hard yes we might feel a bit nervous because we think we're going to disappoint somebody or let somebody down um, or act in a way that people maybe don't expect from us but if you're showing up in your values then people will, will generally expect that um, so be looking for how you act when there is that feeling of ease, but also to kind of weed out your values. I mean, sometimes what's not always their most direct course, sometimes the way we can figure out our values is by figuring out what's not important to us. So look for those times when you're using a lot of shoulds um, or using a lot of, um, or when you're feeling that kind of threat response being triggered in your body or when you're doing things that um, just feel really hard where it feels like no matter how much you prioritize like you're always procrastinating or you're always trying to avoid it sometimes that can be a sign that that is not something that is in line with our values all those things that we've kind of been told are characteristics that we have to overcome uh, sometimes they can actually be signs or, or pointers um, to where we might be in a space we're acting out of alignment with our values so look look in your actions looking for what you prioritize Another really quick um, values exercise is to think about just some really, um, like you can journal on it or just really answering these statements around how you want to show up. So if you think about how you want to show up in your workplace, how you want to shop in your family, you can sort of think, well, within this relationship, within this setting, what do I want to, what kind of mark do I want to leave? What kind of legacy do I want to have? What kind of difference do I want to make in the world and sometimes making statements like that what vision do I have what mission do I have for this space making statements like that can help sometimes to pull out our values around who we want to be or what we want to do how we want to show up so that can be a way to do it there's also a perhaps slightly morbid um, exercise but I think it's a really useful exercise is to sit down um, and think about if um, if you had, say, let's say um, your funeral or if that feels a bit too morbid for you, perhaps it's like an, a very significant birthday, um, maybe in your 80s um, or sort of later in life, and to write down what you would want somebody from significant parts of your life to say about you, how you showed up. So, for instance, maybe you could write a speech um, or a short paragraph that a colleague might say that you're partner or your or your mother or perhaps they won't be alive at your 80th um, or your sister or brother or somebody in your family might say somebody in your community if you're part of a club or an organization something they might say so sitting down and writing like a paragraph or a, a little short speech about what they would 
say about you? What things would they emphasize about how you showed up in your family or in your um, in your group, in your workplace, in your profession? So maybe it's somebody from your profession that um, that talks. Maybe it's a mentor that comes and talks or a mentee that talks about you um, in that kind of, you know, later in life. So think either if if funeral sits okay with you, that's a good one to do. If that doesn't, then perhaps it's your 80th birthday. And write down what you would want somebody to say about you um, in that situation. And that can be a great place to find values. So what you can do there is look across those different settings, what stands out. Now, I've done this myself, not for a little while, but I remember um, it was really interesting to see certain themes come up through that. So there were things like um, somebody, you know, it was about people you know, the words that kind of came up were around being supportive, about innovating, about um, about sort of being, doing my own, like being myself, being true to myself. There was things like um, being around justice and fairness, um, around respect. And so these kind of pointed towards um, what was important to me. From those uh, exercises, whether it's that kind of exercise or whether it's thinking about your actions, what kind of actions are showing up or whether you have your big list of words. From that, you can kind of come towards statements around your values. And when you are thinking about your core values, rather than leave it in like single words or static kind of noun-based words, is to think about it like a statement, like a statement of action. For example, I use the the idea around justice and fairness coming up for me and things. And so rather than my value being justice and fairness, my value is around treating um, people and treating communities and treating, um, you know, the environment and all around us and including myself with justice and fairness. So it's not just that kind of that kind of. Um, single word or a couple of words but really putting it into a statement about how you want to show up because a values like I said is something we move towards it's an action it's a it's a verb or an adjective rather than a noun or just this static word so that can be a way that we can find what our values are or ways that we can um, kind of get clearer on our values a couple of things to really keep in mind about values is that they aren't Static, just like they're not static words, they're not static things, they're not something that we find once and then that's it, that's our values for life. As we grow, as we change, as our experiences um, change, as we unpack some of our social conditioning, as we look into things like our stories around um, perhaps family of origin stuff, around our socialisation, as we start to challenge and hopefully dismantle some of the oppressive systems around us, then our values will absolutely change because we start to see where our values start and end and where other people's values start and end or other systems values start and end and we start to see which ones actually are the values we want to uphold and which ones are the values that we've been socialized to potentially uphold but don't actually align with who we want to be and how we want to show up in the world. So know that your values will change and so sometimes even if you've done a values exercise in the past if it's been a while and if you have been through lots of growth and different experience it's always great to kind of come back to that and to use an example one thing that used to show up in my values was around independence and autonomy and while I think that is still important what I've started to unpack recently is that a lot of that um 
And it was interesting because it was probably a few years ago that that started to feel like, oh, that's interesting. I have that value. And yet what I really hold dear and how I show up is in community. And when I'm working towards something like, you know, I mentioned the environment thing before, one of my values is around, you know, justice and fairness in the environment. And I want to make choices that um, you know, I align with things like some sustainability and rely, align with that respect. And, you know, one thing I worked towards a while ago was creating more um, self-sufficient kind of lifestyle characteristics. Um, but I didn't want to be creating a life that was self-sufficient as far as me being this independent um, person. I wanted to be able to create that in kind of community. And, you know, what resonated more to me was not doing the old Henry Thoreau and, and going into like a cabin in the woods, but actually connecting with other people that are on that same journey and connecting over skill sharing and, you know, um, harvest swaps and stuff like that. So that really showed me that there was this slight disconnect between what I was thinking was important to me, which was around independence and autonomy, but actually how I was showing up in my values and my actions. And that's how those action stuff can be really helpful. And what I've realized more recently as I've started unpacking some of the supremacy culture stuff is that that independence individuality is a social kind of conditioning thing from supremacy culture. It's something that supremacy culture holds dear because through independence individuality, then that is how it disconnects us from community and people and that's how it disconnects us from the power of community and solidarity and working together and upholding and uplifting each other. And as I've started to unpack that, I've actually realised that independence is not a true value of mine. It's a value that I thought I held because other people because of the sort of um, recognition and status, but also because of the kind of way that we've been socialised or I had been socialised and the things that I'd seen, you know, were that I thought were important. So that's just an example about how we grow and how we change and how as we unpack the systems and things around us, maybe as we heal from traumas or, you know, we, we, we kind of unpack some stuff from our childhoods and our family of origin and things like that, that we can see different values or we can start to shift and that doesn't mean that that's a not a good value to have that not that is not necessarily the only reason somebody might have a value around independence and autonomy but for me personally I found there was a disconnect as I dug into that um, and it was a really interesting one to come to that realization that actually that isn't a value that I hold anymore and I recognize that it's more a value around that. Yes, I love still doing things, um, you know, and, and, and working towards things independently, but actually I really much more value community and connection um, and interdependence. So why values are important, um, there's so many reasons, but when, they, when we can use our values um, and create a values-based business, it can help to support us to have the life that's important to us or the life that's important to you because when we're operating our business and when we're working in a way that aligns with our values, we're not just upholding the status quo, we're actually prioritising what's important to us. Values can anchor your business and they provide a decision-making framework. So bringing your values into your business can help you to you know, to look towards what is important to you and helps you to make decisions. And it gives you that sense of ease, not easy or easiness, but actually just ease around decision-making. So that is a really helpful way that values can be used in your business. Bringing your values into your business, it always show, also shows the community that you work with, the community around you, how you want to show up and what you show up for. So it signals um, to people who 
you want to work with or who may want to work with you, what's important to you. And through a values alignment, you can actually attract or signal to people that this is a space where they can get support, where they can find somebody to connect to and to to work with around nutrition or around coaching or whatever it is that you are putting out into the world. So it's not using values to kind of manipulate people into wanting to work with you, but more showing people what you stand what you show up for and signaling to them that this is a space where that's valued. And so if that is something that aligns with them, then they can choose you to be the person to work with. Showing up with your values, importantly, creates change. It creates change in you. It creates change in our profession. It creates change in the community that you serve with. By you showing up in your values, you give permission to other people. And now you're not doing it to do that, but by doing, by being yourself, showing up in your values and showing people that that is an option, that's a choice, it actually empower it can provide a space where other people can feel empowered to do just that it creates change in the community that you work with and the community you serve and if you're a non-diet dietitian and you work with people around breaking free from diet culture around challenging those norms and challenging the values that diet culture tell us we should be holding you've seen that change in your community and you know the power that that has values and showing up in our values creates change in the wider culture and again to use the non-diet approach I mean think 5, 10, 15 years ago the changes in the things that we see in the culture of dietetics in the culture of the non-diet kind of terminology and phrases and recognition things even just the term like diet culture or non-diet you know they, they weren't words that people recognized or would have even you know known what they meant five plus years ago and now it's in the you know in the common kind of usage so real change can happen when we choose to show up in our values in in ourselves in the community work with and in the wider culture in fact it's the only way that we can make change as individuals and in community and so i think showing up in our values has real power real power for us to create the life that we want to live and real power to create change and to help um, people that we work with to create they want to the life they want to live and also to create the culture that we want to live in so this is why I think values are really important um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this uh, drop me a comment head over to at dietitian values and send me a message and we can continue the conversation of course we'll always be weaving values through the conversations here so it will continue if you would like support um, to learn how to put values into your business, how to create and build a values-based business, please reach out. It's exactly what I do, what I'm passionate about is helping you to show up in your values to create that change in your life and in the life of the humans you work with, the community that you serve, and of course, ultimately in the culture that we all live in because the more we all show up in our values, the more we create change and the more we create the world that we want to see. So keep doing your thing, get clear on your values, bring them into your business. And if you want support with that, then please feel free to reach out at Dietitian Values over on Instagram, where I hang out the most. Um, Questions, comments, concerns, send them my way. Until next time, I hope you have a good one. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. 
I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.